Welcome to the Bible in a Year with Manna. I'm your host, Uriah Beagle, and with me today is Trafina Beagle. Join us as we experience God's Word together and grow in our relationship with Him. Today, we'll be reading from the Berean Standard Bible. The reading plan we're following is the one-year chronological Bible. Today is day number 47, and we'll be reading from the book of Numbers, chapter 8, and chapter 9, verses 1 through 14, as well as Leviticus, chapters 1 through 3. Let's dive in. Numbers, chapter 8. Then the Lord said to Moses, Speak to Aaron and tell him, When you set up the seven lamps, they are to light the area in front of the lampstand. And Aaron did so. He set up the lamps facing toward the front of the lampstand, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. This is how the lampstand was constructed. It was made of hammered gold from its base to its blossoms, fashioned according to the pattern the Lord had shown Moses. Again, the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take the Levites from among the Israelites and make them ceremonially clean. This is what you must do to cleanse them. Sprinkle them with the water of purification, have them shave their whole bodies and wash their clothes, and so purify themselves. Then have them take a young bull with its grain offering of fine flour mixed with oil, and you are to take a second young bull for a sin offering. Bring the Levites before the tent of meeting and assemble the whole congregation of Israel. You are to present the Levites before the Lord and have the Israelites lay their hands upon them. Aaron is to present the Levites before the Lord as a wave offering from the sons of Israel so that they may perform the service of the Lord. And the Levites are to lay their hands on the heads of the bulls and to offer to the Lord one as a sin offering and the other as a burn offering to make atonement for the Levites. You are to have the Levites stand before Aaron and his sons and then present them before the Lord as a wave offering. In this way, you shall separate the Levites from the rest of the Israelites, and the Levites will belong to me. After you have cleansed them and presented them as a wave offering, they may come to serve at the tent of meeting. For the Levites have been wholly given to me from among the sons of Israel. I have taken them for myself in place of all who come first from the womb, the firstborn of all the sons of Israel. For every firstborn male in Israel is mine, both man and beast. I set them apart for myself on the day I struck down all the firstborn in the land of Egypt. But I have taken the Levites in place of all the firstborn among the sons of Israel, and I have given the Levites as a gift to Aaron and his sons from among the Israelites to perform the service for the Israelites at the tent of meeting and to make atonement on their behalf, so that no plague will come against the Israelites when they approach the sanctuary. So Moses, Aaron, and the whole congregation of Israel did with the Levites everything that the Lord had commanded Moses they should do. The Levites purified themselves and washed their clothes, and Aaron presented them as a wave offering before the Lord. Aaron also made atonement for them to cleanse them. After that, the Levites came to perform their service at the tent of meeting in the presence of Aaron and his sons. Thus they did with the Levites just as the Lord had commanded Moses. And the Lord said to Moses, This applies to the Levites. Men 25 years of age or older shall enter to perform the service in the work at the tent of meeting. But at the age of 50 they must retire from performing the work and no longer serve. After that they may assist their brothers in fulfilling their duties at the tent of meeting, but they themselves are not to do the work. This is how you are to assign responsibilities to the Levites. Numbers 9 Verses 1 through 14. 
In the first month of the second year after Israel had come out of the land of Egypt, the Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai. The Israelites are to observe the Passover at its appointed time. You are to observe it at the appointed time at twilight on the 14th day of this month in accordance with its statutes and ordinances. So Moses told the Israelites to observe the Passover, and they did so in the wilderness of Sinai at twilight on the 14th day of the first month. The Israelites did everything just as the Lord had commanded Moses. But there were some men who were unclean due to a dead body, so they could not observe the Passover that day. And they came before Moses and Aaron that same day and said to Moses, We are unclean because of a dead body. But what? But why should we be excluded from presenting the Lord's offering with the other Israelites at the appointed time? Wait here until I find out what the Lord commands concerning you, Moses replied. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites, when any one of you or your descendants is unclean because of a dead body or is away on a journey, he may still observe the Passover. Such people are to observe it at twilight on the 14th day of the second month. They are to eat the lamb together with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. They may not leave any of it until morning or break any of its bones. They must observe the Passover according to all its statutes. But if a man who is ceremonially clean and is not on a journey still fails to observe the Passover, he must be cut off from his people because he did not present the Lord's offering at its appointed time. That man will bear the consequences of sin. If a foreigner dwelling among you wants to observe the Passover to the Lord, he is to do so according to the Passover statute and its ordinances. You are to apply the same statute to both the foreigner and the native of the land. Leviticus chapter 1. Then the Lord called to Moses and spoke to him from the tent of meeting, saying, Speak to the Israelites and tell them, When any of you brings an offering to the Lord, you may bring as your offering an animal from the herd of the flock. If one's offering is a burnt offering from the herd, he is to present an unblemished male. He must bring it to the entrance of the tent of meeting for its acceptance before the Lord. He is to lay his hands on the head of the burnt offering so it can be accepted on his behalf to make atonement for him. And he shall slaughter the young bull before the Lord, and Aaron's sons, the priests, are to present the blood and sprinkle it on all sides of the altar at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Next, he is to skin the burnt offering and cut it into pieces. The sons of Aaron, the priest, shall put a fire on the altar and arrange the wood on the fire. Then Aaron's sons, the priests, are to arrange the pieces, including the head and the fat, atop the burning wood on the altar. The entrails and legs must be washed with water, and the priest shall burn all of it on the altar as a burnt offering, an offering made by fire, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. If, however, one's offering is a burnt offering from the flock, from the sheep or goats, he is to present an unblemished male. He shall slaughter it on the north side of the altar before the Lord. And Aaron's sons, the priests, are to sprinkle its blood against the altar on all sides. He is to cut the animal into pieces, and the priests shall arrange them, including the head and fat atop the burning wood that is on the altar. The entrails and legs must be washed with water, and the priest shall bring all of it and burn it on the altar. It is a burnt offering, an offering made by fire, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. If instead one's offering to the Lord is a burnt offering of birds, he is to present a turtle dove or a young pigeon. Then the priest shall bring it to the altar, twist off its head, and burn it on the altar. 
its blood should be drained out on the side of the altar, and he is to remove the crop with its contents and throw it to the east side of the altar in the place for the ashes. He shall tear it open by its wings without dividing the bird completely, and the priest is to burn it on the altar atop the burning wood. It is a burnt offering, an offering made by fire, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. Leviticus 2. When anyone brings a grain offering to the Lord, his offering must consist of fine flour. He is to pour olive oil on it, put frankincense on it, and bring it to Aaron's sons, the priests. The priest shall take a handful of the flour and oil together with all the frankincense and burn this as a memorial potion on the altar, an offering made by fire, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. The remainder of the grain offering shall belong to Aaron and his sons. It is a most holy part of the offerings made by fire to the Lord. Now, if you bring an offering of grain baked in an oven, it must consist of fine flour, either unleavened cakes mixed with oil or unleavened wafers coated with oil. If your offering is a grain offering prepared on a griddle, it must be unleavened bread made of fine flour mixed with oil. Crumble it and pour oil on it. It is a grain offering. If your offering is a grain offering cooked in a pan, it must consist of fine flour with oil. When you bring to the Lord the grain offering made in any of these ways, it is to be presented to the priest, and he shall take it to the altar. The priest is to remove the memorial potion from the grain offering and burn it on the altar as an offering made by fire, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. But the remainder of the grain offering shall belong to Aaron and his sons. It is a most holy part of the offerings made by fire to the Lord. No grain offering that you present to the Lord may be made with leaven, for you are not to burn any leaven or honey as an offering made by fire to the Lord. You may bring them to the Lord as an offering of first fruits, but they are not to be offered on the altar as a pleasing aroma. And you shall season each of your grain offerings with salt. You must not leave the salt of the covenant of your God out of your grain offering. You are to add salt to each of your offerings. If you bring a grain offering of first fruits to the Lord, you shall offer crushed heads of a new grain roasted on the fire, and you are to put oil and incense on it. It is a grain offering. The priest shall then burn the memorial potion of the crushed grain and the oil together with all its frankincense as an offering made by fire to the Lord. Leviticus chapter 3. If one's offering is a peace offering and he offers an animal from the herd, whether male or female, he must present it without blemish before the Lord. He is to lay his hand on the head of the offering and slaughter it at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Then Aaron's sons, the priests, shall sprinkle the blood on all sides of the altar. From the peace offering, he is to bring an offering made by fire to the Lord. The fat that covers the entrails, all the fat that is on them, both kidneys with the fat on them near the loins and the lobe of the liver, which he is to remove with the kidneys. Then Aaron's sons are to burn it on the altar atop the burnt offering that is on the burning wood as an offering made by fire, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. If, however, one's peace offering to the Lord is from the flock, he must present a male or female without blemish. He is to present the lamb for his offering. He must present it before the Lord. He is to lay his hand on the head of his offering and slaughter it in front of the tent of meeting. Then Aaron's son shall sprinkle its blood on all sides of the altar. 
And from the peace offering he shall bring an offering made by fire to the Lord, consisting of its fat, the entire fat tail cut off close to the backbone, the fat that covers the entrails, all the fat that is on them, both kidneys with the fat on them near the loins, and the lobe of the liver which he is to remove with the kidneys. Then the priest is to burn them, all the altar is food, an offering made by fire to the Lord. If one's offering is a goat, he is to present it before the Lord. He must lay his hand on its head and slaughter it in front of the tent of meeting. Then Aaron's son shall sprinkle its blood on all sides of the altar. And from his offering he shall present an offering made by fire to the Lord. The fat that covers the entrails, all the fat that is on them, both kidneys with the fat on them near the loins, and the lobe of the liver which he is to remove with the kidneys. Then the priest is to burn the food on the altar as an offering made by fire, a pleasing aroma. All the fat is the Lord's. This is a permanent statute for the generations to come. Wherever you live, you must not eat any fat or any blood. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the law that you presented to us. Thank you for presenting your Son in place of all these offerings so that we could have one offering to cover our sin for all days. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Day 47 starts with the hammering of the, the lampstand mm-hmm. out of gold, out of pure gold, to make this object. So very valuable and reminds us of the wasted gold a few days ago when they had made the calf and yep. then it had to be destroyed and made worthless. And then it goes into the cleansing of the Levites and the commitment of them to God, which is again his his mercy and probably that he knows that the Israelites would have a hard time giving each of their firstborn sons into the churches or the tabernacle service. So instead he just has this whole tribe do it instead. Mm -hmm. I think it speaks to our nature as wanting to to keep our children doing what we want them to do mm. and God knowing that he has to create a way for them to resist that temptation. Makes sense. Then we go into some more Passover. Mm-hmm. Here about the Passover, I find it to be exceptional that the unclean men, first they go to Moses and say, hey, what should we do about this? Yeah, Moses is good. Moses gets the reply from, well, he goes and finds out what they need to do. Yeah, he talks to God, and God tells him, hey, you know, these guys can still celebrate the Passover. They just have to do it on the last day. And he goes on to talk about that the clean people can't choose to skip out on the other days of the Passover. They have to do it as prescribed. And oftentimes, I think, as as Christians, we give ourselves a break because we're like, oh, you know, Jesus forgives us. And so we intentionally will allow ourselves to slip into sin because, oh, yeah, God's grace abounds. He always forgives me. Yeah. But is it what he wants us to do? People say the, I forget how it was said, but they were saying like, well, what point is the grace of God if I don't ever have to use it? Mm. And so just understanding that God doesn't want us to disobey. He wants us to obey him and choose to obey him. Then we get into the most exciting book of the Bible. We get into Leviticus, (laughs) where we get more and more 
rules given to us of how they would have to perform their offerings. These were valuable offerings. So livestock were a large form of currency back in the day. We have examples before people were trading sheep or working with livestock in order to uh, gain a daughter and essentially as a dowry or they would be purchasing their wife through working in flocks. We have Jacob doing that. And then he was paid in his service with sheep. Mm -hmm. So this is a version of their currency. They had the shekel still that they could weigh out precious metals. But this is, again, a form of the barter economy currency. And so giving up your first best unblemished lamb as an offering is a big deal. Mm -hmm. Giving up cattle was an even bigger deal because they take longer to reach maturity. So you're talking about what people can afford to offer and how they're supposed to offer what they can afford. Then we have things like the pigeon or the dove, which is offered for certain sins, but is also there so that the poorer people could offer things of grain. They could offer doves. I think it's pretty hilarious the different ways that you could offer grain. <laughs> yeah. Always uh, unleavened, though. Yeah. Never yeah. leavened. But you could essentially give the, the Lord unbaked yeah. wheat, just grind it up with some oil. You could offer it baked. You could offer it pan fried. Yep. Give the Lord some pancakes. Just as long as you met those stipulations per how you offered it. But you still had to find salt and put it in yes. there. Which salt was not readily available back then. It was a semi-precious commodity. There was a distinction made there between first fruit offerings and the sin offerings. Mm-hmm. The first fruit offering that we haven't really dived into yet was a offering representative of trusting God to take care of you through the rest of the harvest. So the first thing that you harvested from your fields or as they're wandering in the desert, the first of your livestock that gave birth is what you would present to the Lord, which you would offer up. And this was symbolic of their trust in God, just as we should be giving our first fruits to the Lord. This is also similar to tithing, where we give our first 10%. Well, there's a lot of scholars who actually make a distinction between that and tithing, where tithing is a continual offering. Tithing would be a, say you get a bonus or something good happens to you that you offer that to the Lord or a portion of that to the Lord, as that is your, your new fruit that you've brought in. So when something happens in your life, do you offer it to the church? Is That's the part of the distinction there that's also made between tithing and first fruits. Hmm. As we wrap up this session, what we need to reflect on here is that a lot of these laws, though they are forgiven of us or, or removed from us in the first fruits that God gave to us, his son was given to us, and offered as an offering for us, a continual offering, is to remember just how much it means. You were forgiven from having to offer up your calf every year, your sheep, your doves, your pigeons, all of these things that you would have had to give in order to be able to be close to God is now just gifted to you through the love of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There's nothing between you and God because of the sacrifice that Jesus made. Amen.
Thank you for joining us. We look forward to being with you tomorrow for day number 48 of the Bible in a Year with Manna. <laughs>